0: This is the Kingdom Mogul Podcast. We help you grow your faith as you grow your business. And now your host, Jesse Cole. Welcome to the Kingdom Mogul Podcast. I am your host, Coach Jesse Cole. Thank you very much for joining us today. I am excited for you, your family, your business, what God is doing through you, for you, and in you, and to you. We have a special guest today on the Kingdom Mogul podcast. We're going to be talking with Miss Althea McIntyre. She is the CEO of The Best Career For Me. And as a business coach and mentor, she helps Christian-centered female entrepreneurs trust God more as they grow their impact and their income. We're going to be talking about that and her journey to get to this point and how God is just blowing her mind in her personal life and in her business as she helps to add value to her clients. All right, here we go. Althea McIntyre on the Kingdom Mogul Podcast. Althea, thank you for being my guest on the Kingdom Mogul Podcast. How you doing?
1: Jesse, thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here.
0: Now, I have a few questions here, but I want to make sure that we get to know who you are and your background, you know, all that good stuff. So take a few seconds to share about your story and how you got to where you are now.
1: Wow, so from a professional perspective, I started my career as a corporate CPA and I was there for nine years until I was, I was at a pinnacle in my career, Jesse. I was, you know, successful on paper, but dying inside. And I didn't want my boss's job or my boss's boss's job. I really wanted to do the work that God called me and purposed me to do. And I found through just deep introspection, working with coaches and, and taking classes, that it was coaching. And I, I went that route by first getting a master's degree in organizational development. And it, and it clicked. <laughs> And I felt an alignment and a peace and a joy, and then I went ahead and became certified and trained as a coach. And I've been in business for almost 15 years now. Uh, I help, as you said, Christ-centered female coaches, consultants, and experts trust God more as they grow their impact and income, be spirit-led in their businesses, and make great money from their God-given gifts. So that's a bit about my story.
0: You know, typically we're taught that we can't merge, you know, the marketplace and ministry. We we can't talk about God and money at the same time. But you've been very successful doing that. So talk about the importance of being able to balance the two or create a rhythm between ministry and money.
1: Yeah, it's so interesting, Jesse. Um, Well, it's important. <laughs> you know, I, I'm really fascinated. There's nowhere in the Bible... That says that the poorer you are, the holier you are. Likewise, there's nowhere in the Bible that says the the wealthier you are, the holier you are. We know, and I can't quote the scripture, but maybe you can, or you're one of your audience members. That it says that we, you know wealth is fine as long as we don't make it our God, right? We don't glorify it, it's just like we don't glorify and make our strength right and our intellect. So. Let's just like set the record straight there that that's a lie that many Christ-centered uh, entrepreneurs have been believing and that's been stopping them from growing their impact and growing their money, right, in their income. So we want to make sure that we build our businesses that are in a line with God's word, his will, and his truth, amen? And so we don't want to... Uh, pretend that we are being um, Christ-centered and kingdom-driven and being a kingdom mogul and believing a lie from the enemy. Right. So so that's, that's the foundation of it, why it's important, because we want to line it up. The other thing is that's important is that money is actually kingdom currency. It, it's kingdom currency. I mean, we are grateful that through financial resources that here today, we're in different states, right? And we're able to have this intimate conversation because of technology that we invested in through our money, (laughs) right? And so, you know, money is kingdom currency. It's a way in which we can help Others know God, not the only way, it's, it's one way, right? That we can help others know God that we may not even be able to touch and, and, and feel, but they can experience God through technology. So that is why it's important.
0: Talk about how you were able to make that transition, you know, mentally, physically, spiritually from doing business in the traditional um, from the, from a traditional perspective versus now doing business in partnership with
1: God. What was that journey like? I love it. So that was a rocky road. Okay. Let's, let, let's just be straight. It was a rocky road and the tradition, you know, it happened with, um, I would say me first, not being, not doing business in, in partnership with God, me It started with me not trusting God. It started with me not being obedient, but trusting in man. And the first example in which is when I started my business, I was blessed to work with a multi seven figure sales coach. And I was like, okay, he's done it. I'm just gonna do exactly what he tells me to do because I want to make that money, (laughs) right? And even if some of the things didn't feel good in my spirit, I couldn't at that time discern, was that me fear? Because I, you know, didn't know, I I hadn't had any experiences selling my own services, marketing for myself, having lead sales conversations. So I didn't know if it was that fear or doubt, you know, I couldn't really discern what that was and, and honestly, Jesse, my relationship with Christ was not as close as it is now. And so, you know, I believe that I, I know now if I send something, I'm like, mm-mm, that's not God. <laughs> that's not God. So at that time it started and I want um, everyone to hear that for many of us, it starts with doing business the way business has always been done um, because we're driven, maybe by expert expert-led, we're money-led. We are even impact-led. We might even be mission-led. All of these things that sometimes it can sound good, but it's not of God. And it got to a point, Jesse, where I was—I'd stopped believing God. So God would be telling me things, and I was doubting and second-guessing and questioning. And not being o- dis- in obedience, and as I joke now, and it, and then I wasn't joking. I got to the point where I was stressed, depressed, and all the rest. <laughs> depressed in my spirit. I mean, it's funny now, but honestly, yeah. you know, I can laugh now because I've overcome it. I've conquered it. But I was depressed in my spirit. I was depressed in my emotions. I was depressed spirit. You know, um, spiritually. I was depressed. Financially, because I wasn't aligned with God's will, and I, I needed to take a sabbatical to get healing, mind, body, spirit, and soul, so that I could then build my business, rebuild my business on a solid foundation, and that is Jesus Christ.
0: So when we're when, when we talk about making the transition, making the shift from corporate. Or traditional business practices to a, a kingdom driven, kingdom um, business practice, we're really talking about mindset. But you still had the same skill set, right? You were trained to do this work. So, how are you able to bring that skill set into the work that you're doing now?
1: Yeah, I, I love that. You know, uh, one of the things that, and this is really important, you know, you do need, as a, as a kingdom-driven entrepreneur, as a kingdom mogul, as a Christ-centered female coach, consultant, expert, you do need sound sales skills. Let's not negate that. And, and Jesse alluded to that. And what was so wonderful, because I had these sound skills, then I could actually have partner with God and he could just blow my mind. So really, like a very specific example, you know, I believe in uh, having phone conversations. I know that no high-level client happens outside of a phone conversation. And one, I was speaking with a prospective client for one of my high-level programs, and we had had a conversation. She was going to follow up with me. And in between the follow-up, God said, call her. And tell her to stop being distracted I had no idea what that meant but at that time I had built a relationship with God because I'd started trusting God and yielding to him and only doing what he told me to do and I knew He was faithful so I picked up the phone and said I don't know what this is about but I know you do and God told me to tell you to stop being distracted well that Uh, prospect. Yeah. Right. And I was like, you know, and this is a reminder was the remind a great reminder for me. And, 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 you know, for those who are listening, if God tells you to do something, it could be life or death for the other person. I don't want you to stop yourself from doing it because you care what others might think, or it seems unusual. You do it. Well, this prospective client became a client and she told me Althea, The time that you called, quite frankly, to enroll in your program was going to require an investment that I didn't see where the funds were coming from. And so then I tried to look at another coach's program and figure it out. And I found myself going circles and circles and circles and circles. And my spouse had said, yes, said, he looked at your, your, your program and he never automatically says yes and said yes to your program but then when i showed him another coach's program that was at a lower investment he was like no and i couldn't get anyone to get into agreement and i was so distracted look at god in that moment so that's how jesse like partnering you know doing business with god in partnership with god and being spirit led coupled with sound sales strategies. It's amazing, right? Because it has this healing and delivering power attached to it.
0: (laughs) I love it. I love it. So how has God blown your mind since you've made this shift to being submitted to doing business with him?
1: Jesse, you know, that's going to take about a week, right? Right. But we don't have a week. Oh, my gosh! Well, how is God? Let me just think of how God has blown my mind in so many ways I, I'm going to start with our relationship, okay, and I might say another one so Jesse you know you know, but your audience may not know we met through a certification program that we were going that we went through to become kingdom driven certified and i God told me about this program I had you know well prior to me enrolling he was like i see you working with partnering with this organization but i didn't see how and and when the opportunity to enroll in the certification came about he was like that's it so i immediately took advantage of it and as a result how god's blown me my, my mind he's answered a deep cry in my heart which is collaborations with people of integrity, people who are on fire for God, people who are serious about glorifying their, God through their business and people who are serious about making money from their God, great money from their God given gifts. And really in a matter of like, it's amazing in a matter of six months, how that has manifested. He heard and knew that deep cry. And now I'm in, you know, having collaborations in, in doing virtual summits, um, hiring people who are of like-minded. And it's blowing my mind because it's like, God, you heard my cry. So that's, you know, God knows the end from the beginning. He knows what you need and your responsibility, right? Our responsibility is to do what he says. The other way God has been blowing my mind is, and we'll talk about the sales because When I first started my business, I was actually working as an executive coach. And four years into my business, God told me to pivot, and I didn't. And when I did finally pivot, God said, talk about sales. Now, quite frankly, I didn't know the gifting I had in sales, just like God's recently revealed to me that you have prophetic gifts that are underdeveloped. And as I started talking about sales, and teaching about sales, I was blown away how little Christ centered female coaches and consultants knew about it. And I was blown away by really how good I am at it. And, and not, you know, I, I mean, you understand, I'm not like, I'm not being like boastful, but how much I enjoy it, how much I see it as a way of serving how much i love 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 having sales conversations how much i love proposing how fun it is and um and that just blew my mind because god helped me see me in the way that he saw me not how i saw myself
0: wow wow say that again because oftentimes we have this unrealistic this veneer mentality about how we want to show up in the marketplace or how we want to present ourselves to the world, which is oftentimes totally opposite, totally different from how God wants us to show up in the world. So what you just said there is extremely important.
1: It means everything. I mean, it absolutely means everything. It means for me to lean to God and get direction from God of where he wants, of who he wants me to serve how he wants me to serve them um you know what what are the offers really specific we're not talking loosey-goosey like these are the people that i want you to serve this is the offers that i want you to give them this that's going to help them experience god's best in their business help them be spirit-led help them make great money this is the price hello this is the price point this is the value that you bring that you don't even recognize. So it's helping me, guiding me in my business, and it's also helping me help my clients to become who God called them to be. So they're not hiding out, downplaying themselves, second guessing. They're, they're not working with people who they feel are more, they're more comfortable to work with, who God didn't call them to work with, so they're not experiencing God's abundance and God's glory in their business. It's helping me in making decisions of what to say yes to and what to say no to. And I'm going to say that again. It will help you make decisions in terms of who you should collaborate with, what programs you should investment invest with, which coaches you should hire. It helps in so many aspects because God knows who He created you to be. And then there's more joy. There's more peace. There's more power because you are, your being who the Potter created. Althea, talk to that
0: person who knows that they have something to offer. They have something of value to offer, but they're just too afraid of the rejection. You know, that sales conversation can often bring rejection. So talk to that person, encourage that person.
1: Okay. So first, in this so so first things first, let's talk about the real barrier that's probably stopping you and you're afraid to hear no. You're afraid of rejection, you're afraid of what others might think. Yes, your yes lives in the land of no. That means you are going to get more no's. That's where the yeses live. Do not be afraid of no, it's a two letter word, and it's not personal. So I actually encourage you to collect your no's, go for them, collect your no's because you'll experience more yeses. Now there's some fear around that, but that's a very practical stance. And the other thing, and I heard someone share this, are you more afraid of hearing no versus being broke? Like, what are you, what are you fearing more? Ask yourself that. So, so now that we have established that you know that no's are part of the game, okay? That that's where the yeses live. So it's not, everyone hears no's. <laughs> and no does not mean never. Now, when you present your offer, I'm assuming that you have clarity of who your ideal client is, because you got to know that. You've got to know the number one challenge that's keeping them up at night. The challenge that they've tried to solve on their own, maybe have hired other people, and quite frankly, cannot do it. The challenge that you know they're praying for. And so when you're presenting your offer, do not present features. No one cares about your features. Present the results that you help them achieve. Use words that that, use words where you're entering the conversation that they're having in their brain. The, The conversation that they're having with their spouse, pillow talk, the conversation that they're having when they're praying. So speak their language, not yours, so they know you're the one and make it result oriented in the conversation. So so they understand because people buy results. People buy results. And no matter what type of coach, consultant, and expert, you are helping them in some way save money, make money, save time, save effort. And so it's your responsibility to be able to clearly articulate that. Okay. So that's that's what you know that's some really practical on a spiritual level is God did not give you the spirit of fear. God called you into entrepreneurship. He gave you this service so that you can be a solution in the marketplace. And your fear is selfish. Yes, it's selfish because someone right now can experience healing From your offer. So you need to, you got to get out of your own way. You got to speak against that fear and say, What did God tell me to do? And you got to show up, show up boldly and authentically in God's power, not your own. And let those who you are called, let's be clear, you are called, you are equipped, you were created for this to know that you exist so that you can serve them because sales is serving at the highest level for your ideal clients. So you can serve them through your sales.
0: Now that whole ideal client piece was something that I struggled with for a long time. I wouldn't say struggled more, it was more of me not submitting to it because when I look at my clientele, I have been helping a certain kind of person for years, right? But because it came so easy to me, I didn't think they were my ideal client. I thought I was just doing what I did. And so for a long time, I was trying to reach out or trying to attract the kind of people that maybe I wasn't called to. And I felt like I kept hitting a brick wall, kept hitting a brick wall, all because I wasn't submitting to who God called me to. So can you share an experience or talk about how important it is for us to submit? to the kind of clientele that God is calling us to because oftentimes we want to do what we want to do Like we get prideful we we see everybody else you know having these high level clients and we feel as if that's who we need to have but maybe God is calling you to somebody different so it's time to really submit to who he's calling you to you already know who it is you just haven't submitted so talk talk to that for us out there
1: Well, Jesse, you laid the right foundation and I haven't used that word and I'm going to start using it because it is about submitting. Because what I believe is you actually, if you've asked God, he's told you, but you have rejected it. And so you haven't submitted to God's will. And that's why when you're offering your services, no one's buying because you are not submitting to God's will and offering it to those he called you to serve. So Jesse's very right. The first step really is asking God, seeking him for clarification. And I bet if you look back at journals, if you've asked that question, he's given you a a sketch, if not, you know, a sketch of that, right? And then, and giving you information, he'll continue to give you insights. Remember, as we yield to God, he reveals more of himself to us. So when you get, let's say that again, when you, when we yield to God, he reveals more of himself to us. Absolutely. So as he's revealing, you do have to go through the process of understanding what is their number one challenge, the number one issue that they'll pay almost anything for. And that helps, you know, there's many ways that you can do that. One way is market research whether that's with past clients who you realize, oh my God, they fit that criteria. Let me just have a conversation with them and ask them. Or if you're pivoting, which I have done, you know, you're pivoting your business, you, you'll you have to do market research, which I'm a firm believer, with other people who fit, you know, the profile God has revealed. And in those conversations, you'll begin to learn because oftentimes it's not what you would. Value. You're 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 not even valuing, you're you're throwing that stuff off because God's gifted it to you. It's easy. So you're discarding it and people would pay top dollar for that. But you need to hear them and hear God. And once you have those conversations again with either past clients, current clients, or others, right? Who you've never worked with, then you'll begin to understand the number one issue that they'll pay almost anything for. And you'll begin to understand, this is important, how they learn best. You know, what are their issues? What are their struggles? Let me just be specific. So if you hear that someone, and this is true for many of my clients, struggle with perfectionism that shows up in procrastination, those type of clients need accountability. So they they work best in programs that are ongoing where there's accountability built in, whether phone calls, Zoom calls, email, because they struggle with perfectionism. So as you hear what your ideal clients struggle with, then you can design the program truly that is going to help them solve their problem and is truly designed around them. One other thing, so many of us, myself included, used to struggle, and I'm going to use your wording, weren't submitting to who God called us to serve. And what I believe is that really our submission issue is because we know we have to step into our power. We're going to have to rise up. We're going to have to show up differently to attract and call in those ideal clients. Yeah, that's really the issue. The submission is because it's going to require us to show up differently and be who God called. And so we're resisting that, right? And so that, so if you're struggling with it, if you're, you're having a trouble submission submitting, you're not alone. And until you gain clarity of that, nothing will work. And for those who are pivoting and up leveling, it may feel like, oh, I don't want to let go, but you know, it's not working anymore. It's not working anymore. You're either bored, frustrated, tired of the clients that you're you're working with that are not lighting you up. And so it is time for you to let go. And this will be a little, you know, we all say it, but really let go and let God.
0: <laughs> I totally understand what, what you're talking about. You know, when you're not submitted, the harm in that is attracting the kind of clientele that you really don't want to work with. So I believe that once you are submitted to what God wants you to do, He can bring you the people that you're supposed to serve, that you're assigned to. So that's some good stuff right there. When you hear the term kingdom platforms, what does that mean to you? What do you visualize when you hear the term kingdom platforms?
1: Wow. When I hear the word kingdom platforms, I think of where is God, the kingdom of God, or the kingdom of heaven residing? You know, what, like physically, um, and also like metaphorically, where is the kingdom of God residing? That's the first thing that comes to mind. And what also when I think of platform, it did, it does give me the image of something big. It's not something small. It's, it gives me the image of something big, something established, something that is intentional um, and purpose, purposeful to, to, to activate so that's what comes to mind when I think of kingdom platform.
0: What would you say are your kingdom platforms? Where are you showing up? How is God using you? How is he getting his work done through you?
1: I would say from a business perspective, my, uh, you know, top, top kingdom platform is my YouTube channel. Uh, the other platform I would say, and I, I'm literally thinking of like tools, Um, I, I might say LinkedIn, but I'm not quite sure about that, but I would definitely say my coaching programs is, is my platform. Um, and, and the last one on business and I'll go personal is my gifts and how I help my clients. And then from a personal, this is a good question, Desi, from a personal perspective, I would definitely say. I'm a member of my church's praise dance ministry. And so being a member of that and being a tribe of Judah, a member of the tribe of Ju- Judah, that is definitely one of my kingdom platforms. Um, being an ambassador of Christ, right? And just showing up in the world personally and professionally, socially as that, that's actually probably my largest kingdom platform. So those are a few things that come to mind.
0: Althea, you have given us some great, some great content today. A lot of things to think about in terms of submitting to God in the area of business and making sure that we have, you know, limit less beliefs, not limiting beliefs as we move forward in serving God's people. We want to make sure we stay connected to you. So can you share with the people the platforms you're on and how they can stay connected to you?
1: Yeah, the best place to find me is on my website, thebestcareerforme.com. Again, that's thebestcareerforme.com. And on your favorite social media sites, Althea McIntyre. I love to hang out on YouTube and LinkedIn and you'll find me on everywhere on Althea McIntyre.
0: Thank you for listening to The Kingdom mogul podcast you can support the podcast by subscribing downloading your favorite episode and sharing the podcast via social media don't forget to visit kingdom mogul coaching.com to find more resources to help you grow your faith as you grow your business remember what you want to become depends on your willingness to become it